Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. I'm Emily Winter, a writer, comedian, and your host of Comedians with Ghost Stories. Today on the show, Julia Shiplett. Welcome. Hi, Emily. <laughs> Hi. I am so excited uh, to hear your ghost story once again. Um, you've told it on my show before, on the mm-hmm. live show of this, and it is a a as you put it, a house sitting story with ghosts. Yes. Um, and it happened to you right after college, yep. right in mm-hmm. Evanston, in Evanston, Illinois. Great, where you're from. Exactly. And just take take it away. So after I graduated college, I uh, wanted to go to Southeast Asia for like a year and backpack and be a smelly, just slutty nomad. And um, in order to do that, I needed to make a lot of money. So um, a, a wealthy family in my hometown was looking for a house sitter. And they asked my friend and my friend couldn't do it. So she said, oh, you should you should do it. And I was like, yeah, hell yeah. And they, they didn't live that far from me. And they lived in a big house. I knew which one it was. And uh, sort of at the last minute, the the mom, you know, the mom was like, oh, we'll need someone to, to watch our place for, for 10 days while we're in Chile. And uh, at the end, she was sort of like, oh, and our dogs and three teenagers will also be there. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Okay, this is way more than a house sitting job. It's a babysitting job. It's a babysitting and dog sitting job, yeah. which includes an 18 year old who's a, already knows where he's going to college. Like this isn't <sighs> I knew this wasn't going to go well. Yeah. But I was like, fine, I need the money. Let's do it. So. I I show up and I get a tour of the house and it's a very big old house. Um, Evanston does have a lot of old beautiful homes in it and it was one of those. And um, the mom took me to the attic where there was basically like a separate, almost like a separate apartment and their nanny used to live there. Amazing. And so there was like a living room and a bedroom and your own bathroom. And she was like, oh, you can stay up here for the next 10 days. But if for any reason you don't like it up here, you can take our room instead. And I was kind of like, okay, that's a weird way to put it. But what fine. happened to the nanny? Did she die? <laughs> um, I think that she retired. Okay. <laughs> I think that the kids were old enough that they didn't, they didn't need, need like a nanny anymore. Yeah. But I was like, all right, I will, I'll, you know, I would rather have like my own space and sleep in their bed. So I'll do that. First night I get there, um, I immediately just feel really uncomfortable in the attic, in the attic. It was like probably 15 degrees colder than the rest of the house, which I don't like. But then I just couldn't shake this feeling like I was being watched all night. Like it was like a very specific, like I could not relax. I could not get, I could not settle in. I just, it felt, you know, when you feel like someone else is with you Mm -hmm. and it just was really just bad juju, bad juju, barely slept all night, woke up the next morning and the kids were downstairs eating breakfast before school. And I was like, God, you guys, I hate it in your attic. It's terrible up there. And in unison, two of the kids who were like 14 and 16 were like, oh, did our mom tell tell you about the ghost? And I was like, what the fuck? You fucking like, you know what I mean? Like, I think you should you disclose should tell, that once yeah. you're out telling someone to sleep in your home. Absolutely. If for whatever reason you don't like it. Exactly. <laughs> the ghost. Yeah. Okay. That subtle hint. And then they told me they're like, yeah, our house has had some issues in the past. Um, we've had it exercised a couple times. Oh my God. <laughs> and, you know, they had told me about uh, um, 
times when they have been downstairs and their parents have been gone and all of a sudden the doors on the second floor all start opening and slamming shut opening and slamming shut (gasps) and how they told me they ran over to the neighbors until their parents came back and how there was like one i don't know what to call it like a jet almost like an ac jet or like some kind of thing in um, the ceiling of the living room that always had uh, cold air blasting from it and the house exorcist said that there was like a demon in there or something i don't know i was like what the <laughs> i mean i was just like what have i gotten myself into right. you know so you have nine more nights or eight more nights or something exactly. in this house and they told me also that their old nanny had reported to them about being laying in the bed once and then seeing um the end of the bed compress as if someone had just sat on it and how she had also seen like what looked like an old man sometimes in like just moments of an old man in the attic with her and i was like okay cool i'm moving i'm moving i'm moving to your parents room did you get scared even just taking your stuff out of the room yeah i hated going up there yeah absolutely i I, did you talk to the old man no i didn't see an old man no but like did you go in the room being like old man i'm sorry (laughs) i slept in your bed no no i was like nope let's just we're gonna go we're gonna go pack up and time to go and i tried not to go up there at all um in the attic but then like you know the reason why i call this this is like a nightmare house sitting story that involves ghosts is that like truly the ghost was the least of my concerns that week because <laughs> the kids were so goddamn awful. But I had to go up into the attic another time during that week. The only other reason I went up was because I heard kids laughing up there. And I was like, what is going on? Oh, no. Ghost children? I, not ghost children. Worse. <laughs> teens. Living teens. So two boys who had come. Uh, the girl who I was babies. She was like a freshman or something or eighth grader. Maybe like 13, 14. Uh-huh. She and her friend invited two boys over. Did not tell me. So I came into the attic and they were like sitting on each other's laps and shit. And I was Ew. like, this is going to get weird. Come downstairs. And I made them come downstairs because I was like, this makes me uncomfortable. Oh, my God. What were they doing up there? Were they doing like a seance or they were just no, like- they were like, I think wanting to like maybe make out with each other. OK. And I I was God, I was such a Debbie Downer that week. I was like, no, no one's in the attic. No one touches each other. I was so unhappy. <laughs> Um, the ghost probably loved that probably the, yeah but seriously the ghost was the least of my concerns and then another thing that happened so the kids were bad all week really and i kept thinking that they were trying to sneak out at night uh-huh and so i couldn't sleep i, I really didn't sleep at all that uh-huh. week i slept terribly and i kept waking up because i thought i was hearing um foot you know the sound of footsteps in like the middle of the night and I would like run downstairs and I'd like turn on the lights really quickly in the kitchen and I was ready to be like gotcha like to like any of those fuckers and there's never anyone there and (gasps) the alarm system was always on and the kids were always in their room and I was like why why do I hear people walking around downstairs and it was sort of scary but I was so frustrated and angry all week that I like wasn't even scared right because these kids were just driving me insane so you're like am I crazy yeah is it kids or is it ghost footprints okay wow it's like bed bugs it makes you just insane and you're like what is happening exactly you want to tell me more about how (laughs) how shitty the kids were sure The oldest one was very popular. He's like star soccer player. Mm-hmm. He already, he'd gotten into 
a big 10 school, I think to play soccer. Like, you know, he was set. I was, I was four years older than him. He wasn't going to take me seriously. Yeah. And, um, the middle kid I thought was like the sweet, quiet one. And he was baking one day, which I thought was really sweet. Him and his like nerdy friends were over baking. And then two days later, I realized they were making weed brownies under my nose. I had no idea. (laughs) How did you find out? Because it started smelling weird. I was like, it smells like like a burnt skunk in here. I was like, what is that smell? And he he had his brownies on the counter and I moved them to the fridge because I was like, these are smelling weird. And then he came and he's like, where are my brownies? Did you throw my brownies out? And I was like, no, I moved them into the fridge. I was like, calm down. And I was like, why was he being so weird to his sister? And she's like, he made special brownies, you know? And I was like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. And then she invited those boys over and just, and she, I had babysat her when she was five once. Mm-hmm. And she had locked me in a closet and did not let me out until I said the password, which was Julia's gay. So this is the family that I was dealing with. Okay. And also the last night that I was, um, the last night that I was house sitting for them was Halloween night. Oh, great. Great. So the oldest one threw a fucking Halloween party. And all of a sudden I came downstairs to like 15 18 year olds drinking in the kitchen and oh i was my like god and i just lo- i screamed at all of them i was like get the fuck out like i had no chill i was the least cool house sitter babysitter possible what did the kid do was he like come on you're not my real mom you're a babysitter he was like you seem stressed you should chill do you want to like <laughs> i mean he said do you want to smoke instead like do you want to just smoke weed and then i ended up smoking weed with the oldest kid which was terrible <laughs> I like completely, you know, ruined any sort of sense of authority I once held. <laughs> Did all the kids leave? Oh, they're all gone. Well, I think there was one, his one friend was still there who ended up sleeping over. But it was just like That's I was at so... my just at my wits end, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm a little strung out. Let's <laughs> let's fucking smoke. And then I went to bed, and it was the only night that I slept well all all ten days I was there. So, um, do you believe that the footsteps downstairs were ghost footsteps? I don't know. I think I think there was bad juju in that house. There was mm-hmm. bad energy. I feel like there was some unfinished energy there was something left over in that house. I feel like I don't know if it I think it was ghosts footsteps but i just i yeah you know what i do i kind of think it, <laughs> i really it's not it was an old house that's the thing yeah. you know it was creaky so sometimes it was hard to tell what was a person yeah. and what was not so it could have been the house just settling at night do you did you believe in ghosts before you did the the house sitting yes actually yeah and I, you still believe obviously yeah, I believe I believe in presences. Yeah, I do in spaces with with histories. Yeah. Do you have you ever had an, another like experience? Mm, I have. I'm trying to think. I I've been in places where people have told me things have been gone on here before, mm-hmm. but I haven't necessarily experienced it firsthand. Like I think I told you about this once. I had a friend in high school who lived in an old farmhouse mm-hmm. and she had three other siblings and um their her little sister lived on the first floor and her sister complained to her parents about how I feel like I keep hearing like pots and pans falling in the closet. Mm-hmm. And 
they were like, that's so weird. We don't know why you would hear that. And then they basically had someone sort of do another house exorcist yeah who like looked into the history of the house and the way it was laid out and stuff because it was they had added on to it since then mm-hmm. and where her bedroom and closet used to be was the old kitchen and you know this person this exorcist said you kind you have like a cook ghost <laughs> that's a great ghost cook that's amazing yeah like actually make something that would be wonderful yeah i heard of a ghost this week that um folds laundry when it's happy what isn't that insane that wait 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 like so whoever does did this person find like folded laundry yes oh my god but then it also can get mad sometimes and like and what like like make uh, like like take the door out of its hinge or whatever what yeah Oh, I thought it was going to be like, and then I'll like leave your blouse really wrinkly or something like that. <laughs> Dude, that would be, I just want to go that folds my laundry. Um, that would be amazing. Did you ever follow up with the family or talk to any of them ever again? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Do they still live there? I think. I mean, the kids are all grown now. Grown. They're yeah. all like in their 20s. Yeah. Um, it would be really nice if you got like an Instagram message from oof. the daughter being like, I'm sorry. <laughs> i am so curious what she's like now let's find her on instagram i know i really should (laughs) um i'm sure she's great and lovely uh but no i did not keep in touch with them there was no reason to also the fact i smoked weed with one of their kids i was like i really this is very irresponsible of me (laughs) i don't think i can face you ever again um i think it's fine they really tortured you and they did not uh tell you what they didn't tell you what the job entailed that the house was haunted uh or anything that's true yeah very true um Um, but i don't think ghosts like i'm not i do believe in ghosts i don't think that they're inherently bad or scary though mm -hmm. like i just feel like it's like oh you were here first and you're not done here, I suppose. Yeah. You know? If you could be a ghost and, like, haunt someone or do something, what would it be? Mm, that's a good question. I okay. should have been asking this the whole time. Oh. What would I... I feel like, um, probably, like... Uh, like rearrange their furniture to a way that I think is like more aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> I'd pr- I would be like a interior designing ghost. I'd be like, let me help. Would you, you help know? like sad Bushwick comedian would boys? Love. Oh my God. <laughs> would love. Yes. Oh, absolutely. God. You know, you can do that uh, as, a human. as a, that'd be really nice of you, but it would take a lot of time. But the thing is, I, I don't think a lot of sad Bushwick comedians want anyone to actually do that for them. I think they do, but they don't know how to ask for it. Like, if you just walked in and you were like, I'm going to rearrange your furniture and we're throwing this rug away, they'd be like, thank you. Well, they wouldn't say thank you, but they'd be like, okay. Okay. (laughs) But then I would also be like, can you give me, like, a $500 budget so I can help bring some good stuff in here? And they'd be like, no. No. Yeah. So then I would just, like, strip down their home for them. But, um, yeah, I think I would like to um, rearrange furniture and help interior design as a ghost (laughs) (laughs) that's really lovely yeah i think that would be fun uh i would probably torture i would probably i would cut the hair of everyone who's ever been rude to me in the night Mm. i would cut their hair out okay you're a bitchy ghost Uh, yeah i'm oh yeah yeah yeah. i mean i have so much um rage i think that yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it'd be great 
but okay but what if you can't like so that's saying that you could pick and choose who you're gonna haunt right but what about like you are in a space like if i lived in this apartment yeah forever. Le- and uh, yeah let's say you were a ghost in this apartment new tenants move in what are you doing god i'd be so bored i wonder if ghosts are bored and they're like <laughs> you're the ghost who podcasts yeah they're like, we keep hearing like people like checking levels the- yeah checking levels <laughs> Uh, the room i would probably just watch him have sex i don't know yeah that's nice yeah because i'd be so bored um also hard to get guests when you're a ghost podcasting <laughs> um i guess i try to get my tenants to be guests that's uh, funny so i've been asking everyone this because it's comedians with ghost stories what is the scariest thing in comedy i think just the idea that like um you don't that being successful in comedy has actually nothing to do with comedy. I think that's a scary thing. What do you mean? Like, it's like not about, you know, your jokes. Yeah. Or being funny. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess we know some people that have gotten really far without any jokes. Yeah. And it's also like, I'm also like kudos to you too. I don't even know. I don't even know if I think it's scary. It's just more like personally, keeps me up at night because it's it's like i don't know how to i don't know how to be good in this thing now you know there's no it feels like you're powerless when it's like just be funny and work hard on jokes then you're like oh yeah i can control this be funny be nice but it's like oh i'm scared that that's just not enough yeah that's my fear i guess that's my biggest fear that that's just not enough that's good and terrifying Yeah. yeah great say something that you are proud of in comedy that you've already done or something that's coming up that you're excited about and then let people know where they can find you on the internet what's something proud of oh god pride is such a weird emotion for me i don't feel comfortable sharing okay what about something that you're happy about (laughs) (laughs) what have other people said okay what am i proud of or happy about let's see i can say i am proud of our weekly show that's kind of what other people say too uh called side ponytail that we produce together along with carolyn busa and ben wasserman uh wednesdays every wednesday and last side of the month at friends and lovers that you should come to that's also where you can check me out sometime <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah let's do that great and you can find me online uh at julia shiplet on twitter and instagram juliashiplet.com yeah Great. Thank you so much. Thanks, Sam. Bye. Hey, I'm Brandon Ream. And I'm Patrick Hasty, And we're the hosts of the Nostalgic Front Podcast. Every Monday, we're joined by a hilarious guest like Mike Kaplan, Shane Torres, Yadoye Travis, Tom Dakar, Kate Willette, and talk about the best parts of growing up in the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. You know, stuff like movies, TV, games, junk food. Forgotten things. And then every Thursday... We do a fun-sized episode where the two of us take a deep dive into a specific topic. Like Nintendo, Pro Wrestling, Top Gun, DC Comics, Animaniacs. Oh, and one time we played an entire game of Oregon Trail. Oh, and another time we played an entire game of Mousetrap. So check out the Nostalgic Front Podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So So get get the the f*** out of here. Ah.